A new year is upon us, and with it comes a brand new series. The sixth, in fact, as Matt and I are back to bring you more inspirational stories from our awesome online running community. This series is set to be bigger than ever. 14 weeks of amazing guests. But that's not all, is it, Rob? Absolutely not, my friend. The usual nonsense from us and our band of merry misfits returns, whether people like it or not. <laughs> and most importantly, though, in 2022, we're supporting two amazing causes. We're fundraising for Run For Your Mind, as well as our incredible friend Joe, who's recovering from breast cancer. Check out our website for more info on how you can help us support them. And as always, we are looking to grow our fart like family, our amazing community of friends. Uh, we have meetups, races, challenges and so much more planned in 2022. If it sounds good and you'd like to be part of the gang, you can find all the info on our social medias, our website or through our dedicated newsletter. Seek us out. You are very, very welcome. Uh, have I missed anything? Uh, no, mate. I think we're ready to get started. Hit the music! That's my line. Yeah, but you've said it for like two series in a row. It's my turn. No, no, come on, you get it, me. So I think it's down to me. It's only fair. Hit the music. For God's sake, Matt. Just hit the music. Are you alone, groupie? And are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting up like a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 6, Episode 12 of the What The Fart Like Podcast. My name's Rob. And I'm Louise. Not Matt. Dun-dun-dun. Uh, Lou, why are you here? I'm here because I've captured Matthew and locked him away somewhere. Sorry, Donna. <laughs> you had so much. She's. You don't have to apologise for that. That will be a blessing to Donna. <laughs> um, uh, you had so much fun on International Women's Day. You've just decided you're going to be a host now. Yeah, that was it. I got a little petition. I signed it myself a lot of times, and here I am yeah. again. Yeah. Well, here's here's what here's what happened, guys. Uh, Matt is rubbish. No, he's not. Um, Matt is on nights this week. We couldn't organise getting him to record, so he's gracefully uh, stepped aside. And we had some very glowing endorsements of Alu to step in as an able understudy, but frankly better than him. Let's be honest. Um, uh, endorsed by Matt himself glowing praise um and of course i got a i got a carrier pigeon from uh, the man himself smj saying that you're worth a punt so um welcome exactly and also because of me we're now doing it so late matthew probably could have done it but yeah yes, yeah yeah that's that's the irony matt doesn't finish work till 10 o'clock so we couldn't <laughs> quite make it work uh lou was so late coming on the recording we've only just started this segment and it's quarter past nine so the irony is he's probably gonna see that we're all online on skype and have a little paddy about it but oh dear sorry matthew Sorry, Matt. Sorry, Matt. Um, right. I'm not sorry, Matt. I'm I'm excited to be hanging out with my friend Lou today. So uh, we've got a stat show, albeit without a tiny dancer. So why don't you tell us what's happening today? A full week. We'll do a bit of a how's your week um, and mm -hmm. chat. Then park run. Um, then a amazing interview with Dan at the Marathon Dan. Um, SMJ and Jay. And then we'll be back for a roll call. 
a mahoosive roll call after oh, a, yeah. a great week. And then don't forget, Lou, we've always got the oh, thank yous. Oh, thank yous. Um, so let's get started. Let's get straight into it, man. I feel like I'm having a catch up with you because I've not spoken to you properly in a little while. How has your week been, my friend? It's been so long, hasn't it? Um, this week, let me think. It's been good. I've restarted Jack's running um, yes. plan that he gave me, which is good. So I've done it, but now I'm just restarting it. Oh, sorry, sorry to interrupt. Can we just point something out? Uh, on the um, International Women's Week episode, yeah. um, you uh, gave a lot of praise um, <laughs> uh, in the direction of that posh little prick. Yeah. Uh, I'd just like to point out on an episode that I'm on that that doesn't fly. OK, OK. Should I say all, a different name he, or so? Um, yeah, you can call him Schmack. Schmack. OK, well, I, I won't even say his name. No, don't, I can't be mean. Right. Um. So plan. Yeah, because I finished it and I thought, should I do some speed work? But I really can't be asked at the minute but, um, to go fast or to be out of mm. breath and running. I'm just enjoying going at a slower pace and not being breathless not being a heavy breather as yeah. much well there's a lot to be said for it isn't there i think you, you mentioned it when you were on on the show a couple of weeks ago it, it's it's almost like it, it's it's reframing how you think about running and if it's what you're enjoying why 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 mix up the narrative exactly and also um laura jones posted something the other day it just reminded me of transformation tuesday but instead of like mm-hmm. most people do it, I've lost all this weight or this is how fast I am now. Like it for her, it was the opposite. And it is for me. I'm two stone heavier. I'm two minutes slower a mile at the minute and all of this jazz. But actually, I'm probably enjoying my runs a lot more now than I was then. So that's like a transformation Tuesday, I'd say. It's a huge it's a huge transformation Tuesday. And it's a good shout, isn't it? Because we don't really think about it. Um, we all are on our journeys and we achieve awesome things in, in our own ways in, in different ways all of us and sometimes we can we're all guilty of a little humble brag sometimes and why not you know you achieve things mm. and you do well but but not everyone's journey is the same and it's certainly not linear and, and I love the obs- I love every everything Laura says is gold anyway she should she should have her own motivational speaking channel that you can just turn on whenever you need to if you just Wake need a little bit to. of an uplift because the woman speaks nothing but sense um, we love we love Laura Jones, um, but I just I just think it's a really good observation because um, the preconceived notion of better is not necessarily better, nor is it more importantly happier. Yeah, yeah, and accepting that and um, and looking at it completely different because I could be like, oh, I'm bigger and oh, I'm slower, but who cares? I'm happier. I've grown mm. a human and kept mm. him alive for almost a year. Yeah, yeah, and that's a that's a really hard thing to do. I've noticed. <laughs> yes, it is slightly. They're always 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 putting the fingers in plugs and trying to. Fo- Har- Harper's new thing is that she um she likes to jump into my arms off the armchair. Um, she goes ready, steady, go, and jumps off, which is adorable. However, she's now started doing it when I'm not in the room. Oh my god! So you just hear it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You hear, when you hear "ready," you fucking run. <laughs> because at go, she's stepping off that armchair whether you're there or not, and uh, and then and then she'll make your life miserable if you don't if you're not there to catch her. So, yeah, having kids is hard, man, and it's it's stressful and it's tiring and it's wonderful, um, but it's certainly more important than negative splits, in my humble yes. opinion. Yes. 
Yes, definitely. And if I've only got that hour on a Sunday to go out on my own and just run, I'm not going to do it dripping with sweat and crying at how hard I'm <laughs> running. I'm just going to put a podcast in this one and run at an easy pace. Absolutely fair. Absolutely fair. Although you um, might need to find a different one this week because you don't want to listen to yourself, do you? Or maybe you do. Maybe, maybe, no. maybe that maybe that aids the happiness. No, this monotone nasal voice. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I love, I, I, I love that you say that, and yet the bar you set is me and Matt. <laughs> yeah, but Matt, who, you've got your Matt who doesn't know words? Oh, yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But how's your week? Sorry, I don't want to forget, because I know that happens. <laughs> it happens all the time. Uh, thank you for remembering. Um, however, unfortunately, um, this is the one time when we probably could have breezed by it. Um, I'm still COVID positive. Um, so um, uh, I'm day eight day eight of covid positive in reality i probably had it for 10 because i actually got sick on the friday but didn't test positive on the monday so i think it, on the old guidelines i'm probably okay to leave the house any time about now i'm probably around about the 10 days um and i'm not ill i've not been you know i've not been i was a bit tired last week um i'd get to about three o'clock i was still working i get to about three o'clock and i was like i need to go and have a lie down now so i'd have the laptop in bed with me for the last couple of hours and just do admin but um, but I'm fine. It, it just I'm just being sensible and, and not not going out and adhering to the guidelines as they were before, uh, even though they're not they're not law anymore. It just seems daft. I don't want to be going around coughing on people. So I've not run in two weeks, which I'm terrified. Of, if I'm honest, and I don't know if anybody gets this um, gets this kind of fear as well if they're recovered from COVID or any kind of injury or illness. I've got a real fear of what it's going to be like when I go out. Yeah, well, you just have to go and do it to see. You know, not go out like, oh, I'll go and do a 5K or I'll do this. You just need to go out and see how you get on. If it's one mile, that's think, what it is. I think I need to adopt your mantra. <laughs> go out and, and enjoy it. Yeah. You know, um, put, put a podcast in, listen to some music. I've, I've not charged my aftershocks in probably a year, if I'm being dead honest, because I've either been to your probably pushing myself a little bit too hard trying desperately to get to my pre-covid fitness and then like you said the, probably the opposite of what you're doing beating myself up if it's not going well um so i'm either i'm either running with friends which is great it's it's lovely um but you know it takes planning and it takes intricate work and lining up schedules and there's that or i'm like right i'm on my own so i've got to take advantage of that and do speed work and i'm busting a gut and it's been a long time since I've just put a pair of headphones on, whacked a bit of late 90s new metal on and just had a poodle. So yeah. maybe, I need, maybe I need to take a leave out of your book. Try it. Try it that I can't be asked to push myself too hard. Um, And I also am trying to do different routes every time. So even if it's down loads of streets and looking at the house, mm -hmm. it's just every time I'm trying to go out to, and not do the same route as well. Yeah. So you've got stuff to look at. Yeah, I like that. A new route always makes the time pass quicker, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah today's cute. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a good point because, again, I'm one of those that's guilty of I've got, like, two or three routes that I run and I just run them over and over. I've got a hilly, I've got a hilly loop. I've got uh, if it's dark and I need street lights loop and I've got Rother Valley. And that's kind of it. Um, They're the ones you do. And it's a bit boring, really, if I'm honest. Um, what I saw... This I don't know if it's going off topic, but it just made me think. Someone posted on the, you know, like everyone has a where you live Facebook page. And yeah. someone posted, I've just moved here. I'm a runner. Can you send me some routes you do? And so many comments. There were so many routes I've never done before. 
So I think there's like running clubs and everything, but just go on your local Facebook page and ask and see what other people run. So now Mm, I've got like a backlog of runs to do. Yeah, really good point. Or equally, you know, uh, Strava. Strava is a good way of seeing that. You know, people will post. You can see other people that you're connected with in your local area. I mean, a lot of people have the privacy settings and, and understandably so. But if it's away, like more than a mile away from the home, you can see the routes that they've run if you're friends with them. And it's always worth being like, oh, that, that looks quite good. I could probably bang that one out. And how many miles is that going to be? And, and maybe get something like um, uh, Footpath. Have you, ever, have you ever used Footpath? No. That's a really good app. It's kind of like Map My Run, but it's a little bit more user friendly. So it's it's like a GPS thing that will show you every single route and footpath and alleyway and little back passage that you can you can think of and you can you can plot a route and it'll tell you how far it is and the elevation and that kind of thing and i think you can even um then turn feed that into your gps tracker so it pops up on you if you've got a fancy watch or if you're doing it on your phone you can it'll like be a little sat nav for you oh nice i'll check that out see there's loads there is there is stuff you can do and you know what mate um little bit little bit inspired by it i always am but thank you because i think um i think i've got to change the lens a little bit and i'm i'm just going to go out later in back end of this week and i'm going to um i'm just going to enjoy myself oh do it i'm so excited for you it is it's totally different from where i was back in november running and comparing myself to other people that had had babies and how quick they were you know like mm-hmm. no who cares that's not yeah. what it's about is it no, no one's paying us to do it, are they? You know, you, you have fun, have fun, and and you know, and that's not to say just just to clarify, we probably should caveat this statement with this isn't an accusation or a or a kind of a, a passive aggressive comment to people who get the kicks out of going fast and who get the kicks out of the speed work and the track sessions and the club nights and the r- pushing themselves. Power to you and amazing. If that's what gets your endorphins going, if that's what gets the adrenaline going, the serotonin pumping, and that's what you enjoy doing. Then, then go nuts and amazing and power to you and you're doing incredible things. And if it is a weight loss journey and if it is a transformation Tuesday picture that doing it every week and showing your weight loss gives you that positive um, kind of um, motivation to keep going and keep working towards your goals, then power to you. It, it's not that anyone is worse or better. It's just that we need to be on our own journeys and we need to face inwardly rather than sort of comparing ourselves outwardly. Eleanor Roosevelt, wasn't it? Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, and completely agree everything you just said then. Like, definitely. I see people smashing those PBs and like in the park run and it's like, Jesus, well done. Because that is hard work. So, like, well done for them putting in the hard work and then well done for those of us just going out. Yeah, 100%. Well, Well, listen, listen, my co-pilot on this journey today, um, we've got a packed show. Um, It's lovely having a little catch up with you, but I think we need um, to get over to the next segment. And you're excited about this one, aren't you? I cannot wait. Like, I can't believe I'm going to be involved in this park run with Bema. How crazy and off the wall are you hoping that the purple sign story is this week? Well, it's not even I want purple sign drama. I want food drama i want every bit of drama possible the person that takes their picture drama yeah yeah all of it yeah. i can't wait yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, there's been some pretty big hitters lately so and i think this week's hopefully going to top it so should we get over to ben and emma and uh, and find out where they've been up to this week yes please right then lou i know you are super super excited about this one why don't you introduce our parkrun guests oh my god i'll go speechless so here we have Park Run guests, Bema. Hello. 
Beba, how we doing? You're right. Yeah, good. Thanks. Yeah, we're good. Thank you. How are you two? Good. Yes, very good. Tired. Uh, have you noticed that I have upgraded my sidekick? 100%. I'm ready for this. Somebody that might actually participate in this other than just me, you and M. I'm honestly yep. so excited for this. I, since Rob asked, I've just been counting down the seconds for this bit, really. It's understandable. This, is, this, is, this has been the bit you're excited about. I mean, what are you excited about finding out, Lou? Everything. Can Can I ask the questions? Of, of course you can, yeah. yeah. Um, I will. I, I tell you what, I, I, I'm, I'm going to do my best impression of Matt, and I'm just going to shut <laughs> up and not contribute. And Lou, you're in control. Let's go. Oh, God. I've bitten off more than I can chew. Okay, right. Bema, tell us, where did you go? So we went to Armley in Leeds. Um, it's one we've been putting off because there's a lot of grass and, well, the weather's not been great. And we're just a bit, yeah, I wouldn't say fair weather runners, but. No, um, no, not fair weather. We just, there, there's lots of grass ones. We've done lots of local ones that are all tarmac. And a lot of the local ones that we've got remaining now involve a fair chunk of grass, if not all grass um and somebody's got some coursework deadlines coming up soon so we didn't want to venture too far because sometimes we go we go a couple of hours away and we stop and we sit for coffee and sit there for hours and we don't get back until like early afternoon but we wanted somewhere close somewhere so we could get back quickly weather was nice armley was half grass half tarmac um so we thought why not give it a go and it's only 40 minutes. No, it wasn't even 40 minutes up the road, was it? It was probably half an hour. About half an hour up the road in Leeds, just off the M621. Really easy to get to. Um, we did fear for if the car was still going to be there when we got back. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's not the nicest <laughs> area of Leeds, let's be honest. Um, we we when we finished park run and we headed back to the car, there were two kids sat on their doorstep swearing their heads off. Probably were only about five or six years old, but uh, <laughs> oh, mum no. came out with, uh, with a pink hair shaved on the sides and shouting and screaming. And uh, yeah, we were quite lucky. We still had four wheels left on the <laughs> car at the end. Wow. But, uh, uh, what was the sorry? What was the course like? I like to picture everything. So uh, so I know half and half, pretty flat, hilly. Uh, it's, it's flat. flat. Yeah. yeah. It's it, well it's flatish. There's some tiny little inclines. Um it starts on tarmac, you go for about maybe three, four hundred meters on tarmac, and then you get turned onto a field, and then the field bits it's really kind of windy. Um I think they've cut a section out because that section has got quite boggy and quite trodden, so it's when it dries, it drives on it dries uneven underfoot. So they've reimagined the course and you run around a football pitch and go up the side and then along the perimeter and then you get to the bottom corner where you come back on yourself and they do warn you that that is quite boggy when wet and it had been raining a few days before and yeah it was still kind of boggy so you were trying to tread carefully making sure you didn't slip because neither of us wore trail shoes no um, no we like to turn up in the wrong shoes yeah why not um well to be fair it probably was a road shoe course but um, but yeah, and then you come, you do half a lap on grass, half a lap on tarmac, and you do that three times, and then you finish by climbing back up the starting straight again and running down through the trees. And uh, I mean, it's it's a good course. You, do you know what? On a nice dry day, it's it's got potential to be fast um, for a tarmac grass course. 
Um, okay. And yeah, we had we had a little blast. And uh, well, I say we had a little blast. My legs were knackered, but I still managed to run all right. Um, I spent most of the run trying to outrun um, a heavy breather, which I seem to have every week. And this Is it one you? But this one was like sprinting past me, and then I was just running at a constant pace. But then I'd pass her, and just a really heavy breathing, and then she'd sprint past me again. I'm like, what is she doing? Just leave me alone. Didn't you beat her? <laughs> I you, did beat her. You beat her, didn't you? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I so, just had to get away. So we're not a race. Um, and how I, was the um, like where you finish and whatnot? The bingo bit. I like that. Oh. Position bingo. I didn't. I I thought about it at the start and I knew I needed position 13 and I counted after the first lap because I could still see them ahead of me and I was in like 12th. I thought um, evidently I counted wrong and I finished 14th. Um, so, yeah, I didn't get nothing. Absolutely nothing. Bugger all. Disappointed. Oh, OK. Uh, no stopwatch bingo either. I finished bang on. No, I was 59, wasn't I? Not zero, zero. But I'd already got all of them. Stopwatch for me is a tricky one because I've only got a handful left. Position, there's loads left. Um, and not for that one. Yeah, no, it's, it just didn't happen this week. Um, okay, right. Big question. I'll get to what everyone tunes in for. Purple sign. Well, Lou, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to disappoint. And I'm sorry to disappoint the listeners. But that was just non-eventful. There was nothing wrong. The no. sign was out. As if. The sign Come was on. out. Come it on, was pinned man. down. It was positioned nicely. It had good backdrop to it. Uh, there was no hassle getting to it at the finish. Um, it hadn't moved or anything. Um, we walked down to it. I had a scout around. I saw... Saw a couple with a child walking towards us. I thought, no, not going to pester you. Uh, I saw this, saw this um, two probably studenty types, and I thought, bang, you're going to be the one. So I approached them. I said, well, even one after of them last time, did you? Do you not? Do you uh, not? No, no, like, no, I okay. there were no badges, no badges, proper no, bi- no Bible, <laughs> no badges. It was technical cops, and they'd both run. Um, so I went up and I said, well, would of you mind taking the photo? So as we're walking over back to the sign, I'm like, right, I'm I'm pretty funny about my photos. Can I just show you where you need to stand and where you need to hold the camera? Oh, wow. Um, and she was she was very obliging and she listened and she she fully understood. And and yeah, she took a few photos, landscape, portrait, all good. We were in the picture, looked fine, background, every yeah, it was fine. I'm sorry, Lou, it was just uneventful. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, any photographer drama? No, no. She she was the photographer and she did a great job. She did a great job. Oh, Pat of course. Back. Sorry. I just thought we're drying out a bit. Surely there's something. Uh, so nothing there. Big uh, question. Oh, go on. Sorry. As as you say on photographer, they, they, they did actually have their resident photographer around the course this week and uh, he took some pretty good images. If you go on uh, M's Facebook page, uh, not Facebook, Instagram. Oh. <laughs> My space page. Get, get, get a lot of randoms following <laughs> Emma there, Ben. Nice one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just won't be the first. Um, <laughs> if you go on her Instagram, 
uh, and scroll through her pictures from Parkrun on Saturday. There's a really good picture where it actually looks like she's winning Parkrun at yeah, one point. it does. I, 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 yeah, I couldn't live, live on that picture. Mm, it looks like I'm winning. Great picture. Great one. And, and unknowingly, well, it was a bit chilly at the start, so I had my gloves and sleeves on. And uh, um, being the soppy romantic gits we are, we were having a bit of a warm-up cuddle beforehand, and he took a nice picture of us doing that as well. So, so good. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've <laughs> Pretend while she's sat here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll message you privately and tell you how yeah, much. Yeah, wait, wait till you get married. That'll get beaten out of you soon enough. Mm. I don't know the last time I hugged Edward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a sad Poor Edward. Poor Edward. Um, well, he did. He didn't send in a shout out the other week in your episode, did he? So no, he didn't. Actually, I don't, I don't blame you. Carry I on just glared the... over, but he's not sat there, so that was pointless. Um, <laughs> it's just a random empty chair. <laughs> so I don't hug Edward anymore, and then I just stared at an empty chair. He is still with us. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm clinging really on. should have given you a shout-out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm clinging on. All we've got so far is heavy breather, and it looked like Emma's winning. So tell me what I am most interested in, truthfully. Where did you eat? What did you eat? Come on, Emma, I've, I've given her enough bad news now. You go. <laughs> well, we needed to get back home, so... I'm... Oh, guys! No. We, weirdly, we weren't hungry. No. So, um, we, just... wow. we did We did go to Starbucks, and we did confuse the poor lad behind the counter in Starbucks. Um, you know what they're doing there. They write your name on the cup. Mm. So it's, what's your name? What's your name? <laughs> so I said, Bema. Oh my God! You're just too adorable. Well, You're both too freaking adorable. Well, well, one, one, cup, one cup said Bemner. B E N N A. The other cup said Benma. No, Benner. 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 B E double N A. Now, what? What? When I realised after the after we said it the first time, and he started writing it on the cup, and he said Bemner, and he started writing it down. Didn't tell you this, Em. Um. I didn't want him to get it wrong on the second one. And you were wearing your orange top and it says Bemmer on it. But if I'd have pointed at Bemmer on your top, I'd have been pointing at your boob and telling him to look at your boob. So I, so I didn't want to do that. But, but, but yeah. Maybe he, it was necessary. No. no. <laughs> we, need, we need to talk. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so we confused the poor lad in Starbucks, and uh, he didn't quite. And then when the girl who was passing us had to read them out, she, I think she was a bit confused at the names as well. But uh, oh, yeah. oh yeah, because because it, it's dead normal that a couple comes into Starbucks called Ben and Mer and Ben and Mer. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she looked confused. She was freaked out <laughs> and thinking about phoning the police. I'm sure, I'm sure she's had worse names written on there before. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, yeah, no, we didn't even stop for food. We came home and... Uh, oh, how uneventful, Lou. I'm really disappointed for you. I am. I'm really hurt. I don't know what else to say. Um, ben, you knew Lou was coming on this week. Could you not have, like, I don't know, a thrown, a drama. Cone, <sighs> thrown a cone at a run director or something? No, I wish I, wish I had, so I really do. This week, I'll do it this step week. step out of line, though, did he? Did, yeah, did well... No, 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 she was she was really nice actually. She did a good job. All the volunteers were great, lovely. Um, Carl Pilkington review. It was it was a decent park run. Um, it was all no right. Complaints. Yeah, it was. Yeah, course was great. 
Marshalls were great. Finish funnel was great. Parking was free. Toilets were available. Mm. Purple sign was out. Um, just a bit of a dodgy area. That's about Glowing. it. Glowing endorsement then, uh, and we'll leave it there disappointingly and hope that normal business will be resumed next week when wherever Ben goes forgets to put the purple sign out. Um, do we, have we got a Park Run Cup update, guys? We do, we do, yeah. We had, uh, we didn't actually have that many people go out this week and put their efforts in. And I know a few of them had reasons, birthday parties or other commitments. Um but it only leaves two weekends now and just scanning down my list i can see four people haven't put any form of park running yet um over the two weeks so they must be saving themselves that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping that they're saving themselves um but out of the five that did go out this weekend um four of them did put an effort in one of them had a nice steady one that's fine we will accept that it's an entry but the four that did put an effort in all got PBs. Wow. Nice. And got PBs. So they, they were ready. That was their week. That was, they'd lined themselves up ready for it. Now, um, local couple, Alistair and Lisa, Alistair Tatum and Lisa Cooper, they're not against each other. They're both against, Alistair's against Julie. Uh, Lisa's against Nadine. Um, Alistair went out. He was your first round. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. I'm still, I'm still sore about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, his his PB at the time then was what about twenty one thirty one or something. Yeah, round, I think, yeah, mid 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 twenty ones he came in. Yeah. Uh, round two, he ran twenty twenty nine. This round, he's run himself a nineteen forty three. Wow, Jesus. that's that's just consistent progress, isn't it? It is, it is. So he, he set impressive. himself there a 46-second PB. Amazing. Uh, so that leaves poor old Julie, who's, who's I think she's still suffering a little bit with illness, um, leaves her two weeks Amazing. now to get together and try and go out and uh, crack 47 seconds off hers. Um, Mr. Gask. Mr. Paul Griffiths, do you remember from last week? Him and Simon Gray. I do. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of his work, yeah. Both, mm-hmm. both went to Rother Valley and they both PB'd last week. Well, this week, yes. Simon Simon didn't run, but Paul did. Oh, um, cheeky. Yep, yep, sneaking in one. And I was quite surprised he put one in, actually, because he was at Wakefield on Sunday with me doing the Wakefield Hospice 10K. Yes, he was, um, wasn't he? He was indeed, and he did a bloody good job then as well. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, he put another effort in at Park Run on Saturday, and previously he'd knocked 21 seconds off when he was with Simon. Um, but this week, he actually knocked off another 43 seconds. So he now oh. has been in this round by one minute and three seconds. Which means, I don't think Simon's got that in him, does he? Well, well, it means Mr. Simon Grace, who's PB, quite nicely sits at 21.03. He's got to knock one minute and three off. So he's got to run himself a 19.59, a sub-20, anything sub-20. And he's going through at this moment in time, unless Paul goes out and does it again. That's a big um, ask, but very, very exciting. And nice that it's a local one as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And then going back to Lisa Cooper, Alistair's partner, 
she's against Nadine, Nadine Francis. Um, mm-hmm. Weirdness. Weirdness. Um, she didn't actually do it at Witness this week, actually. I believe. No. I don't want to give too much away, but uh, if there's a few stalkers out there, I think she's actually done it at the park run that we're going to be at on Saturday. Um, uh, okay. Yeah, so there you go. That gives away where we might be on Saturday. Um, and so Lisa Cooper, she PB'd. She's gone out and she has run a 33-second PB. Oh, gosh. Brilliant. Um, New time of 26.46. That's incredible. She's PB'd every round again. Um, And then Nadine, again, PB in every round. She's gone out and she's run 27.45, which means that she has PB'd by 48 seconds. She, at the mo- this moment in time, she's slightly ahead of Lisa. Now, you might know this one, Em. Did, is, has Lisa got another? Didn't you say she, that was her only chance this month? Oh, I've no idea. All right. I th- no. I'm, I'm sure I heard somewhere that Lisa, that was Lisa's only opportunity to get an effort in this round. But will she change plans? Will she go out and try again? She's got two weeks, so it's still possible, but... Yeah, there you go. So they're the, they're the four PBers out of the five people that went to a park run this weekend. Um, amazing. I'm hoping. Amazing. Ama- amazing to see people still absolutely nailing it as well. You know oh. what I mean? Like these guys who are going out on PB in every single round. What a reflection of, of, of an amazing kind of running journey they've been on in the last three months or so. Because yeah. it's no mean feat, is it, to go out and do what they're doing consistently um, uh, every single round. It's, it's the whole idea of this was to get people back into pushing hard, back into the speed that they used to be, or a new speed for them, a, 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 a new PB in some way. And everyone's just been doing it round on round. And four people last week ran PBs, four people this week ran PBs. So this coming weekend, I'm expecting at least four people to go out and get a PB, please. Don't let me down, guys. Keep uh, keep the faith, keep the streak alive. Um, and, and it is amazing. And there's so much life left in Parkrun yet. We've still got rounds and rounds and rounds to go. It's a good few months left in it. And we're really excited to crown the champion. But the thing is, Ben and Emma, there are probably people listening to this now. Maybe you went out in the first round. Maybe you didn't get a chance to take part in the Parkrun Cup. Maybe they found us and started listening after it started taking place. But they shouldn't be glum, chum, should they? Because we... I've got the cogs turning, and we should have announced this last week, but Dickhead pressed stop recording and cut the end of the segment <laughs> off. Um, we've got something new in the bag, haven't we? Absolutely, yeah. We, I, I was sat at work a few weeks ago, and I thought, how can we, how can we bring something new to it? And between all of us, we've taken a little idea and we've grown it into a bigger idea, and. We were having a good chat before we've recorded this segment and it's really starting to take shape and there's a vision for it now. And hopefully, hopefully in the next month or so, mm. we'll have it all ironed out. We'll announce the concepts and we will ask for people to declare their interest. And once we have a number, we will be able to put everything together, outline the rules and bring it all together. And hopefully, Everyone will get involved. Everyone will enjoy it. It's it's a really fun idea. Um, it is centred around Park Run. Um, 
that's got to be the main focus this time. Uh, so we can't have any virtuals, I'm afraid. I'll just announce that now. If you're getting excited and thinking, oh, I can join, I'm sorry, virtual people, we, we won't be allowed to enter you this time. But yeah, everyone, if you're interested in Parkrun, you like Parkrun, you want to be involved in a team community challenge, uh, you enjoyed stuff like Make Matt Run challenges, then we're going to be merging something soon and we'll announce it in the near future. Yeah, absolutely. Good update, mate. And I think, yeah, just 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 to reiterate what Ben's saying and summarise it, we do want people to get involved. We think it's going to be amazing. We're really happy that the juices are flowing creatively, so to speak. And the best way to think about it is if you think about every community challenge that we've ever done, whether it's Make Matt Run, uh, Team Rob, Team Matt, Team Jack, Most Miles Wins, whether it's the Park Run Cup, we've, we've tried to take the best out of everything and we're going to amalgamate it into a super... Um, competition a super community challenge uh, for over the summer months and I for one think it's going to be pretty flipping awesome absolutely um, great stuff great stuff Ben and Emma thank you so much for uh, an albeit somewhat run of the mill update this week I'm expecting something exciting and uh, controversial next week uh, Lou can you hide your disappointment at the fact that no purple signs were set on fire I can't, unfortunately, and Emma's upset me again when it comes to food, so... Oh, right, OK. Right. So, yeah, so you're having a full-on stop. I was wondering why you went all Matt Taylor, went mm. a bit quiet towards I've the end of that I've been sat here frowning. No one can see oh, right. <laughs> no, no, just to let you know, we're about to raid the snack cupboard. Yeah. Hey, what are you going for, quick? No, 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 we're not having another <laughs> 15 snack. minutes of a podcast <laughs> being taken up. Where we, where, where we devise that Emma likes all biscuits. Yeah. That's not that's not, yeah. not happening. I'm sorry. It's that uh, I think we're looking at doing kind of this Saturday. We might be doing brunch and lunch after part run. So. Oh, we'll have to get you back on, Lou, so you can find out about all the different meals of the day. Far better than, uh, than uh, what's his name? Manuel. He's Manuel. Here. Yeah. Sandbag Taylor. The other guy, yeah. He's not, he's not even missed, is he? Um, right, so uh, thank you so much, guys. So do go and raid your snack cupboard. And I'll tell you what, Lou, should we raid the snack cupboard as well? Because uh, let's line up and all have a little listen together, the four of us, to the main event of today's show. Should we go and have a chat to Mr. Dan Cogswell? I'm not going to do a big introduction. I'm just going to say he's an awesome dude. He's got a great story. And I'm looking forward to sharing the chat with him. What do you reckon, guys? Let's go. Love let's him. Do it. Followed him for a while. Love him. Let's go. Right then, you lot, Series 6 may be drawing to a close, but this train, and that is a pun, is not slowing down. I'm very excited to be talking to an accomplished and seasoned runner whose journey has taken him two-thirds of the way to the World Majors amongst a whole host of other accomplishments. He's a Brooks team, a Brooks Run Happy team member, I always get that wrong, a big advocate for mental health, particularly in men, and of course achieves all this around his day job as a train driver. Get it? Train's not slowing that never mind anyway it's going to be a great one although i have to admit i am slightly disappointed he hasn't rocked up today dressed as a banana today i am chatting to mr dan cogswell dan how are we doing today brother i'm not too bad thank you my man how are you yes good good busy 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 but all good have you um been able to get out for a run today i haven't today actually no no i'm just having a bit of a chill day today so um, I've got a big event, well, not a big event, but I've got um, an event on Saturday in the Peak District, 21 miles around the peak. So I'm kind of chilling this week, really. Taper, taper week, we'll call it. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Well, listen, man, I'm super excited for this. You've been uh, awesome. In we've rearranged a couple of times. This was meant to be earlier in the series, so super appreciate the flexibility with that. Can't wait to catch up. Um, loads I want to go through. Your story's amazing. But let's start with the the place we always start. Why don't you just tell anyone listening who might not know just a little bit about how you first got into running, how the journey started? Sure. Yeah. Um, so I started uh, like the back end of 2014. Um, I was in the pub not like me being in the pub but um I was uh, with a couple of pals and they signed up to the Birmingham half marathon um and they were a couple of weeks ahead of me and they um they were like oh you know get involved and I like a bit of a challenge so um one of my pals said uh 100 pounds to charity um whoever comes first out of me and you mm-hmm. so I take him up on it take him up of course you know so I never want to turn down a challenge and um I ended up sticking with the training loved it they didn't they hated it and I ended up like beating him by a by a big margin really um Mm -hmm. so uh yeah that's that's kind of how I got into running in general um just no that's all right man just I just wanted to circle back for a second like because to go from sitting in a pub drinking to oh I'm gonna run a half marathon and nail a training plan and 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 get I, I assume a time that you were super happy with um, yeah. is no mean feat. It's, it's a big start. It's not the normal kind of transition to, oh, I'll try a 5K. I might try part run and go up. Were you athletic before that? Were you a bit of a gym rat before or was it kind of no exercise straight into straight into Birmingham half? Um, to be honest, mate, it just sums me up. I'm, I'm kind of like an all or nothing person. I'll just um, throw myself into it like straight away near enough. Um well, growing up, I was never really sporty. I was, I was never. If you've met me in person, you'll know that I'm not a gym rat. Um, I'm quite a uh, quite a slender guy, let's say. So, um, <laughs> Nothing yeah. wrong with being lean. Nothing wrong with being lean. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, growing up, I wasn't really sporty. I'd, I'd never really um, even not considered running as a as you know as a sport. I'd watched a marathon on the TV before, you know, mm-hmm. um, a few years before, and um, I always did think to myself, you know, one day I would like to do. London Marathon and um that's just how the opportunity uh come up really um like I said I'm once I say I'm going to do something I'm a pretty determined person so I'll, I'll just kind of stuck with it really yeah and uh so I'm assuming we come out of Birmingham and you've absolutely got the bug um there wasn't any kind of love-hate relationship with that race and everything went to plan and it was just let's get on to the next one absolutely yeah um it was that feeling of just crossing the, you know, the first line of my, of my the finish line on my first race, and I just got such a buzz from it. And I had like my family out on the course; they were supporting me, and it was just such a great day. And I just, I, I just got such a buzz from it. And um, yeah, I was, I just haven't looked back since then, really. Hooked from then on in. So, how does the, um, how does the running journey progress from from that first finish line? Then is it, is it straight into stepping up the distance to marathons or was there a bit of a transition in in terms of the the distances the the races you were doing what 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 happens next um so i kind of 2015 um because i said the birmingham half was towards the back end of 2014 so i did a few events over the course of um of uh, 2015 but um actually two weeks after the birmingham half marathon um so this is where my marathon running stems from is um when uh when i was uh, before uh, i'm a driver now obviously before that i was a guard um, a conductor whatever you want to call train manager whatever mm-hmm. you want each company calls each you know 
each person differently. But um, two weeks after Birmingham half marathon, I was involved in an incident, sadly, where um, a young lad um, committed suicide in front of the train that I was working. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was obviously a quite a traumatic experience. Uh, so soon after the event. Um, but then what I wanted to start 2015, I kind of took the time to, you know, come to terms with what had happened. And then like towards the end of 2015, I did a few events over 2015. Um, but then I decided that I wanted to run the London Marathon in, in his honour, mm-hmm. um, in his name, really. Um, so, yeah, I, I applied with Samaritans um, to do the London Marathon 2016. Um, thankfully, I was accepted. You know, they, they were really, really nice of them to give me the opportunity to run. Um, so, in, in essence, what I wanted to do was kind of... Um, turn you know a negative experience into a positive one mm-hmm. um yeah so that's that's how my marathon running kind of started um again you know it was the buzz of the day I've never experienced anything like London Marathon um it was just incredible yeah and I just got that again I got that buzz and I got that it's kind of addiction in a way you know what I mean the addiction of, of racing and just feeling that you know that whole race day vibe and whatnot um and I got so much support you know doing the training and I ended up raising almost four thousand pound I think it wow. was for Samaritans and I actually got the support of uh the young lad's family as well um who I still actually speak to to this day so it kind of went full circle really um and then not after London I just I just wanted to do more and more and I kind of cottoned on to the to the world major marathons I'd never heard of them before before that and I've just like I said, I've just haven't you, really stopped since then you've cracked on since then now we're going to get to the majors in just a minute but it it's it, it, it there's a lot of a lot of story that you've just told then in, in the yeah. space of a couple of minutes um it, it must have been an incredibly harrowing experience and and, and an amazing thing to, to to try to turn into a positive I can only imagine that whilst on the surface, what you're doing was an incredibly um, charitable um, outlet and, you know, raising money and supporting the family and, and, and like you said, doing it in, in, in this young man's honour. But I imagine that equally for yourself, there must have been a journey because it must have been quite a um, an important journey and experience for you to use running and use the fundraising to process your grief and and and, and to help your mental health coming out the back of something that that must be quite life-changing to experience oh absolutely yeah um I did you know I channeled a lot of my emotions a lot of my feelings into my running um you know a lot of determination um it was kind of my my, my in a way my freedom from it all if, mm-hmm. if you get what I mean by that um you know, I had very up and down days, you know, during the during the period after the events and um, after, you know, the incident. And, yeah, running was my escape from it all, really. I could just go out and kind of, in in a way, just forget about it for like, however long I was out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I just kind of, in, like I said, all my different emotions into my running was, was a real beneficial help to me uh, going through that time. And, and of course, mental health, we, we, we alluded to it in, in the opening, um, has been a big part of your, your running journey ever since as well, hasn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I, I'd say that I, I've, I've struggled unknowingly with my mental health probably 
throughout my 20s, I'd say late teens, early 20s. But that kind of, that, that incident kind of brought things to a head a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I went through a stage of, of processing and blaming myself in a way, um, even though as sad as it sounds, you know, if, if that had only been my train, it would have been somebody else's train. Yeah. So, yeah, I kind of took it very personally at the time. And um, again, just over the past two years, obviously what we've been through as a, you know, as a collective over the past couple of years um, has really had an effect on my mental health, especially like, you know, towards the second lockdown and, and stuff like that. So, yeah, unknowingly, I was, I have been suffering for quite some time, but now I'm a lot more aware of how, how I, how I feel and how I, how I manage my feelings, if you get what I mean by that. Yeah, I do. I do. Absolutely. And, and that's, that's part of the battle, isn't it? It's identifying and then, and then finding those coping mechanisms, which of course, through running, it sounds like, like a lot of us, you've, um, you, you've found ways to, to process and progress. Yeah, absolutely. Accept, I always say acceptance is the, is the first step to recovery. You know, um, that's the, the first stage is acknowledging that you're not feeling 100% and, and doing something about that, whether that's, you know, speaking to your close people, speaking to your doctor or just doing what you love doing, really, you know, like your hobbies. Um, for me, that's my running. Yeah. And and you have certainly done that, sir, as time progresses. So tell me about uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always love hearing about people on their uh, on their majors journey. So you, you hit London, you nailed London. Uh, first and foremost where, where did you go next then because you're, you're four down aren't you so far um yes I'm four down now so London was my first one I then did um Berlin in 2017 mm-hmm. um that was through um, a sports package that one um yep. I didn't get in the ballot and I ran out over how we had a great weekend out in in Berlin uh, no at the time no girlfriends or anything so yeah just the lads out in Berlin having a great time. A few, uh, few steins were consumed after. It was, yep. all, it was all good fun. It's expected um, when you run Berlin. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, then I went on to Chicago in 2018. Um, again, that was an incredible, incredible day. Um, Chicago actually really surprised me as to how, um, how much of a cool city it was. Mm-hmm. Um, never, I never expected much from Chicago, but I, I, I seriously fell in love with the city while I was out there because the Americans just love it. They love supporting and they love their marathon running, and it's it's just a whole different, whole different league out there, uh, really. Yeah. And then uh, 2019, just before the pandemic hit, um, I did New York Marathon, which was probably one of the best days of my life. <laughs> um, yeah. New York is one of my favourite um cities in the world um and again the, the sun was showing in it was beautiful weather for it and um they were just out not 10 15 deep at some points the, the support was just incredible um and it, it was just everything i wanted to be new york uh, was literally everything i wanted it to be i had so much expectation for it because i'd i'd been through quite a rough year with my marriage breaking down and stuff so I was at 2019 I wanted to just do everything I wanted to do and New York was at the top of that list so I felt quite emotional at the end of it because I kind of felt like I'd you know close a bit of a chapter yeah in my life if you get what I mean by that yeah no absolutely and and what a place to do it as well um now you you basically took us on a a sort of potted history of, of of a three or four year period um 
the the quest for the majors wouldn't have been the only part of your running journey. There must have been some other achievements and 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 stories and events sprinkled in amongst oh, there yeah. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I kind of found you know the the whole ultra marathon scene. So in twenty nineteen, again, I did um, a couple of ultra marathons, and I loved that feeling of of pushing your body to to limit to see how far it can go. Um, yeah. For me, it's all about how far I can go, you know, how far can I push myself, obviously, without breaking myself. Yeah. And it's just um, just that achievement of always bettering myself. Like, I feel like I'm bettering myself um, with just the next best thing, really. Don't go on, on from one thing to the other. Yeah, yeah, always setting that next goal. Um, uh, talk to me about Brooks then, man, because you're a big part of the Brooks Run Happy team. How did that come about? Yeah, yeah. Um, been part of Brooks for this is my fourth year now um so I'm, I'm not part of the furniture to be honest uh, yeah. there's only a few of us that were took on in um 2019 at the start of 2019 who are actually still in the team um so yeah I, I literally just applied at the end of 2018 and I got an email to say I was in I was like oh wow like that's amazing because I, I ran in Brooks beforehand um mm-hmm. I've always been my go-to trainer really so to get the opportunity to actually work with Brooks and obviously you know as public people see on Instagram, we do get like you know kits sent from them, um, which I'm forever grateful for. I'm very lucky. It's a, it's something I never take for granted. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's there's such a cool company to work for. Um, uh, well, work with. Sorry, um, they just they treat us like part of the family and they really look after us. But yeah, the kit and the experience is is amazing. But it's the people I've met through it. Like, is the best thing about it for me. Um, I've met people in the team now who are classed as like some of my best friends uh, because we've all got that common that common um, grounds, you know, of just loving running and wanting to promote the, the mental and physical benefits that running can bring. Yeah, absolutely. And, and probably a nice segue into the next topic that I wanted to talk about, because um, you do get that impression from Brooks, that presence, that camaraderie and um, and togetherness that, that it does promote. Um, and of course, it's not just the Brooks uh, team that, that offers that to you. Um, you are um, pretty, pretty active on social media, um, uh, quite honest with your journey. Um, uh, talk to me about what part that's played in in, in, in the running journey, particularly, I guess, and what I'm really interested is in in recent years, um, as we've been going through the pandemic, as you alluded to yourself earlier, not the easiest of times for people. Yeah, um, I think one of the best things about Instagram, you know, people just it does have its downsides, don't get me wrong. But mm-hmm. I think the community on, on Instagram is just second to none. Um, I, I never set out to be, if you want to call me, an, I hate the word influencer, but if you know. I I never set out to be anything like that. It was it's, I still use it today as just a training journal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just very lucky that you know that companies I've picked up on and they've liked what they've seen my profile. They've liked what they've seen and these opportunities have come about. Um, but like I said, the the community aspect of of Instagram is a second to none, especially when you know during the first lockdown we were all at home I mean obviously I could still go out to work and stuff but the only other time I could really leave the house was to go out on a run but it's forging them connections with people um who all, obviously we're all we're all in the same boat at the time um and just be there's people there's someone always there who's willing to chat yeah. you know what I mean there's someone always willing to chat if you want to talk about anything and there's a lot of people who you know unknowingly helps me through the you know the 
the lockdowns and stuff just by talking to me um because living alone you know it's it's, it does get quite isolated um, sometimes living alone, but especially when obviously we, we were told to stay at home. So that isolation was the hardest part for me. Yeah, yeah, un- understandable. I, I guess it opens up what was quite quite a closed world at one point. I think especially back in lockdown one, like if you think back to 2020 with that, you know, designated one element of exercise mm. a day and everything was closed. It was it was tough, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I like to think now, you know, we're coming out of it. God, I hope we are now anyway. But um, then first uh, lock, you know, first few weeks, few months of the first, you know, when it all began, like was just, you look back on it now and it's just pretty crazy, isn't it? Um, I, was, I was very lucky, obviously, that I could still go out to work being um, a, uh, a critical worker or um, mm-hmm. what did they call us back there? Key workers. Key, key worker, workers. that's it. Yes, yeah, sorry, key worker. Uh, God, I even forgot what we were called now. Um, <laughs> all blends uh, into one, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It, it feels like one. The past two years have just felt like one big, just blur, really, hasn't it? Mm. Um, but yeah, I was very lucky that I could still go out to work and see my pals at work and stuff. But that was the only like real interaction I was getting. And I'm very, I'm very much a people person, so I love being around pe- people and you know just being a bit of a prat sometimes and just you know, just making people laugh. So to go from from that to total isolation was really hard for me. Uh, no, understandably so as well. Um, I, I think I think it's funny, isn't it? Because you 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 don't really um, it's hard to kind of empathise with and understand um the other side of the coin. Like I sat through lockdown thinking to myself, God, people who are single must love this, not having to deal with the kids homeschooling and claw- crawling up the walls every day, but. It's 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 a different kind of pain, but it was still it was tough for everybody, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I, I think everyone had to deal with it in their own way, didn't they? You know, everyone's yeah. circumstances were different. But for me, it's because obviously my day job, I'm I'm by myself all day. So yeah. and then I go home, I go home, and I'm by myself. So it was just that you know that constant just in my own company yeah. uh, that I struggled with because it's it's something I've never really had to deal with before because of always been in a relationship or you know living with someone um from like you know from like 18 so Mm -hmm. dealing with that for the first time was quite tough yeah and and i imagine that it probably fueled and shaped um your approach to not just running but the friendships the relationships that you built coming out of lockdown as well because you have um been uh, active in getting back out there um whether it's manchester marathon where we were able to catch up uh, the rasselbock uh, uh first run at sherwood pines um loads of different um events that that you amongst others have have, have thrown yourselves back into i guess what i want to know is has your attitude your approach to running your your raison d'etre if you like you know the, the what you want to get out of running has that changed because of lockdown you, you know what you asked that question and it actually has really changed my perception of running as a whole um before lockdown well, so I was meant to be doing Manchester Marathon 2020 um and that obviously got cancelled and so I did bath half marathon like a few weeks before we went into lockdown if it was like mm-hmm. a week from before we went into lockdown or something that time I was probably in peak physical fitness I was you know I was I was fighting fit I was ready to go I'd, I'd had a really good training block you know and I, I whacked out like um a, a half marathon PB which was you know amazing on the day but I was very focused on 
on times and pace and you know going on to the next time and I just think I was a little bit too caught up in it and mm-hmm. if, if one thing that the lockdown has has kind of given me is the opportunity to actually realize that I don't need to be so fascinated with times and you know and and pace and distance and and whatnot it's it's all for me it's just all about the enjoyment and just enjoying that social aspect of, of going out on a run with with someone and um just being able to do it in general you, you know you know what I mean by that yeah I do yeah it, it's one of those where you took it for granted before we all yeah. did we, we we took for granted just the, the fact that you can just lace up your trainers and just leave the house who'd have thought that that was something that would have been restricted you know Absolutely. back in 2019 who'd have if you put yourself in your shoes back then who'd have thought that um that that was something that we actually had to sort of follow guidelines over mm. yeah absolutely um it in a way it's just um chilled me out a little bit yeah um and don't get me wrong there was there was positives to the lockdown as well obviously because we weren't doing anything we weren't able to do anything um I was able to put you know like much more money away than what I would yeah. have which enabled me to buy my first house by myself so there's there's negatives and positives to it you know yeah um but it was obviously it was different for everyone everyone's circumstances were different and we all had to deal with it in our in our own way really so obviously you've reshaped you've refocused you've got yourself back out there but there's still big goals in plan isn't there so what's coming next for you man um yeah so i'm returning uh, to one of the ultra marathons that i did in 2019 um in uh, just over a month it's actually it's uh, it's a month today mm-hmm. um the ultra tour of Aaron up in Scotland so that's two okay. days of, yeah two days of 30 miles um this year I really need to like bulk up the mileage uh really uh because I'm taking on my biggest challenge next year which is run Britannia um yeah. with rat race events um and I'll be doing thousand miles from Land's End to John O'Groats over five weeks so yeah. tell, tell me about tell me about that man like, like we can't finish this we can't go past it without talking about more of that because that is a massive massive undertaking and it, a, a life-changing um kind of event because it's going to be oh five, five weeks is it you're going to be running for yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah six days uh five weeks six days running a week uh rest day on a saturday which is obviously part one day so yeah so maybe um, not <laughs> um so yeah um i just saw the event advertised and i thought you know what i've always wanted to do it and why not uh, if it is anything I've, I've i've learned over the past three years if i want to do something i'm just going to do it mm-hmm. um so they sort out basically all the logistics um accommodation foods physio masseur everything on route all i've got to do is run a thousand miles so what does that what does that break down to because <laughs> it's quite easy to get lost in in a number like a thousand miles like if i do a thousand miles in a year i'm incredibly proud and pleased with myself and feeling yeah. a bit smug when i'm looking at strava so what what does that actually break down to on a daily basis what are you going to be running it from what i worked out it's well over it's at least a marathon a day um a marathon a day some of them what i'm guessing what i'd imagine they've yet to like obviously release like the full route at the moment but um i'd imagine like some days will be well past the marathon you're probably looking maybe more towards 35 40 miles a day um so for me it's just it's just going to be about putting one foot in front of the other um and just plowing on through really um i think yeah some weeks will be like 180 miles and then I think the peak week is like 220 miles in a week 
So, yeah, it's going to be a big undertaking, but like you said, it's the achievement and the, the experience of doing it, really. And I think I probably the last thing I want to ask on, on this, and, and sorry if I am putting you on the spot, because it might, I know it's a year, it's next year, so you might not have thought about it yet, but what does the training look like for that? Because I think I remember we spoke to, uh, I, I guess if you're talking to anybody about, think about anybody from a British perspective doing these kind of challenges, the first person you think of is Nick Butter. And we had Nick on back in series three, and he was just about to do his round Britain run, which mm. was, I think it was a double marathon every day for 100 days or something like that. And I think I asked him the question, how do you train for it? And he was like, we don't really. You just sort of, you just, you make sure your body's in, in peak physical condition, but you can't really prepare yourself for that kind of an undertaking. Is that your approach or have you got plans in mind for how you want to tackle the lead up to it? I, I, yeah, I've got some kind of idea as to what I want to and what I need to be doing. Um, but I keep, I keep saying to myself, oh, it's so far away, you know, June next year and, it's getting closer and closer yeah. so I, I really need to get my backside into gear really um so for me it's going to be about um double long runs on the weekend so i've probably mm-hmm. looked at maybe doing 20 miles one day on the saturday and then another 20 on the sunday you know mm-hmm. what i mean just um just getting my, my body used to running on tired legs and, and running that sort of mileage day after day um something else i need to improve on is strength training for sure yeah yeah, um, says, says everybody who ever comes on this show. I know, I know. It's it's like that run is nemesis, isn't it? Like mm. everyone knows I need to do it, but it's getting around to actually doing it. It's just so boring. Yeah. It's just so boring. It's but... very boring. I just I just hate it, honestly. But I know very important what... though. Let's just there's a go record as saying we it are is. not advocating for not doing strength training. It's probably the most important thing you can do as a runner. It is. Um but uh, yeah, it is, it is, it is yeah. a pain in the ass. My, my, my body is going to be put through so much, so I do need to make sure it's nice and relatively strong. And yeah. I'm not going to I'm not going to turn into Eddie Hall or something though, like no. a beast mode. You know no. what I mean? No, no, that that that, and I guess the fueling as well has got to be considered because you're going to be constantly on board in calories, aren't you? Yeah, I mean, rat race they put on pit stops along the route like each day, so um, you can not they're, they're renowned for like their pit stops and stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, it'd just be a case of just filling my face and just keep moving really learning to run to run then eat then run then eat you know and getting my stomach more than anything used to that as well because you know it's, it's training my body as a whole I guess to just constantly just keep moving yeah and I imagine you're going to be documenting the whole thing or are we going to be keeping updated for it on social media absolutely is that even a question <laughs> no, I was about to say. It's the only reason. It's the only reason we do it, isn't it? Well, yeah, exactly. I'm just doing it for the kudos, you know. <laughs> if, it's like, if it's not a selfie, then it doesn't count, does it? That's what I'll I t- tell you what I'm going to do, Azra. I'm going to like do the whole thousand miles in one go. Just sort of stop, start, stop, stop, and then just be like, leave it as morning, morning run and smother. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I don't think your Garmin will take it. Um, uh, so. It's, it's not for a while, of course, um, but you've got plan, big plans in the meantime, like ultras are a no mean feat that you've got planned in for this year. I'm sure if people don't already follow you, they're going to want to follow that journey. So you are uh, Marath- the Marathon Dan is you on Instagram, isn't it? That is me. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Before we finish, though, mate, is there any anyone else you wanted to kind of like shout out, say hello to anything we've not covered or, or touched upon uh, before we finish up? Um, well. She's um, been a guest on here before and she'll have a go at me if I don't mention. So hello, Kenny. 
she slimes away into this show so bloody off for someone who, <laughs> who by her own admittance doesn't listen to it and doesn't really like it but fine hi no, penny she, always a pleasure that's what she's like you know i mean she's <laughs> we, we we have so much banter with each other we literally like our like, arch nemesis with each other but we love each other really so but it, it, if not at say at the show with pines event we're so like brutal to each other and like someone from outside our group will be like oh my god these people these two really <laughs> don't like each other why, but, why yeah, are they friends no we got we got and, a got a love, lot of love for kenny underscore yeah and just you know, everyone that you know that i've kind of met through instagram really like mm-hmm. I've, i met one bad person through instagram um yeah um and one last thing shout out to you guys because you have built such a a massive community um we touched on the rasselbach event uh, at sherwood forest which I, I did and i'd say probably like a third of the whole participants were were fought let guys yeah so yeah, you, they, you've they, built they you've done such a great job in like building your community and just you know getting so many different people together and it's it's really awesome to see man Oh, mate, thank you. I, I appreciate it. Very humbly when someone says it, but uh, yeah, yeah, very much appreciate it. And glad that you're a part of it as well, sir, of course. Let's not let's not uh, ghost over that. Oh, well, um, uh, amazing. Right, Listen, we're going to see each other at some point soon, I'm sure, uh, for a run and a pint. But until that day, thank you so much for catching up with me. Um, looking forward to putting this out. Looking forward to people hearing the story and looking forward to seeing how your journey progresses. Thanks, man. Nice one, dude. Nice speaking to you. Hello lads and ladies, SMJ here and it's question time with me and another guy. So why don't you come on, have a sit on my knee, grab an animal and let's stroke it together. You ask, I'll answer. One time only. For the whole series, wink emoji face. Hello Satman John, you're looking very tanned today, how are you feeling? Oh, hello, lads. I have just woke up. I cannot believe last night. I know. It was busy, wasn't it? It was heavy. You can probably tell by my voice and Statman John's delusioned mind that uh, we may have had a little bit too much to drink again. Oh, I've got the hiccups. <laughs> Sorry, oh, you've got the little hiccups. Yeah. What, did, what did we do last night, Statman John, then? Again, tell the boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, what happened yesterday. Well, we arrived on my handmade plane into Benidorm. Mm. Never been here before. And um, I've brought a friend with me. Don't know if anyone knows him, Tom Cruise. Yeah, lovely guy. Have he, you met he, him before? I, I had met him before, but last night on that karaoke machine, he was insane. <laughs> Oh, God. I don't actually know where he is. I'm sure he'll come up. So, uh, yeah, instead of going to the hotel, we thought, let's just start drinking. So, through the eye, tequila all night long. Yeah, we it was, it was a wild night. I think we crawled in crawled in probably about 5am this morning. Um, mm. And we're, we're back on it today, aren't we, Sam Andron? Yeah, yeah. I'll have just a pint of uh, what? Uzo, Sambuca, any you got, lady. Cheers, just love. Pint, pint of anything strong for Sam Andron. Thanks. What are you having, Jeff? Um, I might just go for a pint of a uh, pint of whiskey, Satmandra, and just try and keep up with you. Nice. There's something in my pocket. What? Oh, Tommy, what are you doing in this? <laughs> He's up in a ball. Tommy, out again. Come on. Is he back with his pranks again, like he was last night? He's all over it. Right, get oh. him out a drink. Satmandra, well, uh... I'm just gonna have to bring this umbrella over. I've got a banging headache from last night. I'm just gonna just cover it over us a little bit. 
Oh, it's beautiful. That's just too hot. Way, way too hot. Um, you you want to do anything today? You want to go back to karaoke bar? You want to go to any comedy clubs? Explore uh, a bit of the town? Yeah, do a bit of exploring. Let's see where the wind takes us. Where the wind takes us. There's no wind out here, Statman John. Where's your in, wind? We're in Costa del Benidorm. That's right. it, that's it. Very should, luxurious. Exactly, exactly. Should we should we do do a couple of little questions, then we can get on with our drink and our funny little games again, can't we? Yeah. Yeah, cool. So, I'll go, is it, you're right, Sam, and is that just the hiccups? Sorry, I was just drinking a bit of Sambuca. Okay, I just, I don't want you being sick. You you held it all together last night, I just want you to keep it together now. Okay, understand? I understand, hold it Good. in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. This is the North and Deep. <laughs> it's, it's that man, John. <laughs> Sorry, lad. Sorry. Last one. Last one. Let's go. Are you okay? Are you okay, my lad? <laughs> no. Come here. Why are you crying? Why are you crying? What's happening? When you start to... When you start to... <laughs> Okay, you when lad. you start to be sick, do you need me to help you keep it in? Yeah, do you need me to help you keep it in, or are you right? Oh, you can help if it happens <coughs> again. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> you, I, you just have a job. I'll go with the question. Sorry, <laughs> I can't look at you anymore when you're busy. It's tough. It's a tough experience. Can I do it again, my lad? Right. Okay. <laughs> oh no, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're so funny. <laughs> oh God, are we losing it? How many series has it been? <laughs> you do a question, Stamad John. You, you do a question, and I and I'll, I'll gather myself together. I just can't. I'm going to have to turn my chair around. I can't look at you anymore. Okay, all right. This is uh, throwing it out of sync, but. <laughs> We will remain profesh. So, 70 Neil P at the beginning of that. My man, you have asked us, is it better to have Marmite? Oh, God. Sorry, Sam. Oh, God. I, I thought I was going to be sick then. <laughs> I'll try and keep it in. Right, we're still going with this. Let's make it work. So, is it better to have Marmite and jam on a bagel before a run or peanut butter? And jam. That's what he's asked. Shall I go first? Yeah, you go first, that man, because I'm I'm still trying to compose myself. So my breath my breath took away then. Don't even know what that says. So listen, uh seventy Neil P. The answer, truthfully, is neither. Before running, if uh, if one requires a bagel, you're gonna need it drenched in uh, jellied eels and uh, ghost pepper. And uh, that's it. You'll have a good run with that, and they will help keep you regular. I I just don't like the sound of jelly deals, that man, John. They're delicious. I'll order some if you want. No, 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 no. Because if you order some, then that noise is going to happen again, and and I won't be able to keep it in anymore. Um, but my answer, seventy dot nil p. I think with the at at the start of that. I would say don't go Marmite. It's absolutely disgusting. Um, I'm definitely on the hate it side of it. I'd normally go peanut butter and jam. Peanut butter on one side, jam on the other. 
peanut butter's got a lot of good good stuff in it. I nearly said a naughty word then, but it's got a good lot good lot of good stuff in it, and especially if you're doing a longer race, it will stay with you for longer. But then again, on race day, you just want to have something that tastes nice because you get that feel good from it. So if Marmite's your thing, go for Marmite. I'd personally go peanut butter. Shall I go with my question now, Stepman? Now that I've yeah. composed myself, yeah? Oh, Tommy's fallen asleep, bless him. No. See if we can it, keep him up. Yeah, it's, he had a long... He said that longer than us, to be fair, didn't he? Yeah, um, The next one is from our good friend, Marshall underscore Mainly Running. You know him, Stepman, John? I do. He's a good friend of mine, a fellow Highland cow lover. Mm. We'll have to bring him to Benidorm one time. I think it'd be good. Yeah. He said, top three 90 songs for a running playlist. Um, I'd, I'd jump in with mine and I would go with Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. I think you know that song well, Scatman John. Yes. Um, Scatman by Scatman John. Nice name that is, isn't it? It's got Ooh, a little bit of a ring familiar. to it. Yeah, yeah, it does. And Thunderstruck by ACDC. Thunder, Thunderstruck. Mm, Love that one. Yeah, yeah, that's really how it goes, Scatman John. Uh, nice, good playlist you've got mm. there, lad. Uh, for me, it would just be one on repeat three times and nothing else. Just silence after that. And that is by B Spears, baby. One more oh. time. Oh, God. Are you going to give us a little rendition of that or are you going to save that for the karaoke later? Baby, one more time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't wait to hear that later. So you swing, swing your top around your head. That's how we go later on. Did you want to go with the the third question, Statman John? Uh, yes. Um, yeah. I don't know who it is. Uh, it's yeah. Go on, you jump on. D dot. Uh, I think I've thrown us out of sync here, but that's okay. That's so, right, Statman John. You go for it. At Dimble underscore runs. My man, this is a uh, D dog. He's a friend of mine. Let's bring him next time, shall we? Mm, actually, he would really enjoy it. Yeah, uh, I would enjoy him. So, what is my response if someone doesn't wave back when I run past them? Mm. My God. That, that hit deep, that did, my lad. Um, I don't know why anyone wouldn't wave back to Mr. Dimble. Same. I mean, take comfort in the knowledge that you're able to multitask and maybe they can't. But if that happens to you, my lad, I want you to chase them down and you get that wave. They owe you that. Yeah, rugby tackle them, do whatever you need to do to wait yes, them. Or, it. or you know, you can also do just run by the sea because the sea will always be waving at you, won't it? Whoa, whoa! I did That's not cute. See that, that was hilarious. That's cute. Wow, but wow. guess what? If you wave to ten people in your run and only two of them wave back, at least you've got two waves. Don't ever not wave because then you'll be one of them. Always wave, wave and smile, like they say. I think it's is it Madagascar, Stephen John, where they say smile and wave. Never heard of Madagascar. It's one of those films. Anyway, I'll go on to the next question, which is from not underscore bad underscore four underscore a underscore fat underscore dad. Otherwise known as Adam. I thought that was very well read out by me. And he says, will Jack be allowed to take any throw-ins at the What the Fart Lit Cup 2022? Well, unfortunately, Adam, I won't be there this year. I'm already tied up. Me and Satman John, I think we're going away for a nice little romantic weekend and I can't make it. Um, I'm sure we'd be there peeping from a distance over a hill looking at you all playing, but I definitely won't be taking any throw-ins because I won't be there. I'm sorry to disappoint. Do you have anything to say on the matter, Satman? Sad news. Uh, We'll always be peeping. Um, 
But just so you know, for the game, there'll be no throwing. You're only allowed to thrust it in. Uh, I spoke to Rob about that, so that's a new rule. But uh, we're off in Venice, I think, aren't we, that weekend, my lad? Yeah, but we've, we're taking our extra long binoculars, aren't we, to keep an eye on the game? Well, I'm currently learning to stretch my eye. Okay. So you'll be able to stretch it back, do you reckon, to Sheffield? Yes. Okay. Maybe maybe what we can do is tonight, me, you and our crazy boy can practice that so I can also learn to stretch my eye. Yeah, perfect. Let's do that one. As well. And did you want to go over the last question, set manager? A little bumper one this time. We got a fifth question. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Uh, we have got Karen Kaz, my lady K. You have asked us, uh, I don't actually know how to say this word, how to avoid Maranoa. Yeah, Maranoia, Maranoa, how, how have you pronounced Maranoia. it? Maranoia, Maranoia. Yeah. You are hungover, Stepmandron, so I'll, I'll let it slide. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that's what she's asked us. Uh, shall I answer? Um, yeah. What I want you to do, Kaz, Karen, Kay, you beautiful lady, is uh, find everything Joe Swash has ever been in, and you're going to watch it back to back for 11 days. That's it. You will suffer no more, my gal. Every episode? Every episode. Oh. Every radio, every voice note, anything he's ever been in that you can sit and listen to. That's a lot. You've got I'm a Celebrity, EastEnders, I think he was in. Yep. Celebrity Juice. Yep. All the weird adverts he does. Yep. There's a lot to go through there, isn't there? An awful yeah. lot. I would say you can't really stop it. you just got to ride with it just got to trust in the training you've done and hope that what you've done is enough if you've hit your sessions uh, hit your long runs then i think you'll be just fine um your legs are going to feel awful because obviously you're they're recovering from all the long miles and you're in the taper time but you've just got to sort of ride with it the more marathons the more races you do you'll learn to understand that it's just normal to have that feeling um just trust in the process that's all i can say it will come together on on race day Thank you, thank you. That's uh, that's we had five questions then. Mm, five questions, bumper one, Satmanjan. And considering we're hungover, I don't think we did too badly. I had a little. I, oh, Satmanjan, don't do that. <laughs> Keep it in, Satmanjan. Keep it. <laughs> Keep it in, Satman. Keep it in. That came out a bit at the side. I'm sorry, lad. Should we do a game? Yeah, do a game. So we're going to do uh, rock, paper, scissors, me, you and Tommy cruising. Yeah. Uh, The losers, it's only one hit. The losers have to get naked and run that mile to the sea. But naked. Okay. But naked. Nothing. Yes. Nothing. Not even a little willy warmer? No. Free as a bird. No sunscreen. I'm dead. Okay. Cool. No, that's too dangerous. Right, okay, so, uh, so right, rock, paper, yep. scissors. Oh, no. Oh, Tommy no. went with scissors. Oh, God. So, do me and you have a face off, Satman John, or does that mean both of me and you have lost? Uh, too late, I'm getting naked. Get naked. Look at it, it's flopping. It's yeah. flopping. <laughs> I'm shaking. Woo. I'm shaking. I'm chasing you. Watch oh, yeah. oh, drag yeah. along the floor, Satman John. Oh, yeah. I'm Whee. on it. I'm on it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Lou, I bet SMJ and J's uh, segment this week. That'll be interesting. Obviously, hearing it for the first time. God knows what they've got up to. Crazy. 
Absolute bonkers, isn't it? What what a pair, eh? Do mm-hmm. do you think that their um that their friendship is blossoming, or is there an underlying tension that's continuing to? Um, I don't know. Sometimes I think SMJ he likes to push someone away and then he'll claw them back. So he seems to be doing mm. that with Jack. I think he's falling for him a little bit. But Jack is fundamentally annoying. I know. And doesn't know the difference between Celine Dion and Mariah Carey. Oh my God, that was so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of an in-joke. We won't go into it, but Jack, something happened on our group chat this week that just reminded us how young and dumb and full of cum Jack Penfold is. Um, uh, let's change the subject. We've got something to get to before we get out of here and you're doing a much better job than Matt, I'm sure. Lou, hit me with a roll call, baby. All right, partner. <laughs> you know what time it is. <laughs> I don't know the rest. I've been keep roll calling, baby. Keep, keep roll, roll calling, calling, baby. Well, no, I can't. I can't. <laughs> Matt, I need you back. I never thought I'd say it, but please, please, this was the moment. This was the moment when I I realised could I live without you? How do I live without? And the answer is I don't know. I don't want to know. Um, oh, right. Can we can we try and salvage this, Lou? And uh, do you want do you want to go first? Okay, I'll go first. Let's move on. Let's hope everyone skipped that bit with the thirty second thing. So <laughs> we've got a Red Fox Run Club. A shout out to Red Fox Run Club crew completing the Wilmslow. Half marathon, love heart. Yeah, big shout out to the Red Fox guys. Lots of um, like family peeps um, are also members of Red Fox. Uh, love seeing them pop up. Love seeing them doing more and more. Uh, saw um, uh, Running Joke and uh, Not Bad for Fat Dad Adam. Uh, a few of the guys out of Wilms, though, they had the very swanky Red Fox Run Club t-shirts. I know Andy Bradley, Dean Wicks are also members. Um, they're really cool guys. They have good challenges. The Chicken Chase I think it's one thing they've got going on the old Instagram at the minute. Get over, check out Red Fox Run Club. They're cool dudes and you can do much worse than them if you're looking for virtual online all fun uh, running clubs. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to Red Fox. Um, Slow Farrah, Mr. Mr. Scott. Not Scott Farrah, if, you, if you're Jack. Um, he did 20 hilly miles in the Cotswolds with Kenny underscore. And this is a direct quote. He's fucked now, mind you. Oh, Scott. She's a machine, isn't she? Like yeah, she'll she go is. for a casual run and it's double, triple digits. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a bit of a bit of a monster, fueled by SIS gels and sarcasm. Yes, well done, you two. Um, I've got a huge one here. I run for shirts and medals. Massive achievement. She ran a new 5k PB, first sub 30, time at 29:48. That's massive. Yes, a huge, a huge, huge well done. Um, uh, one of our, one of our more recent listeners to the show is TJ, and um, and is catching up. She posts all the time which episode she's up to, uh, loving her commitments to the cause. I think she's up to about series four or five now, so it might be a couple of weeks before she hears this. Um, but a belated congratulations to you, absolutely amazing. Our friend from across the pond, well done to you. Uh, uh, next one, a little bit close to home. This one, Lou, we've got Joanna Gibson, one of uh, the first of quite a few shout outs, I believe, for the old Wakefield 10Kers. Um, she uh, finished Wakefield 10K in 54 minutes 11, only a day after finishing taking antibiotics for the old tonsillitis. Jeez. Pretty, pretty swanky turnaround, Joanna Gibson. Well done to you. Well done. Uh, sunflowers, turtles, stars, at 
Paul Griffiths for his 10k PB on Sunday. Yeah, well done, uh, Paul. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I tell you what, though, our Kathy Sunflowers, Turtles and Stars, she's not uh, she's not just shouting out one person. She's gone oh, wow. big with the shout outs. Do you want to uh, do you want to round all of those off? We've got a full page, haven't we? Oh my gosh! Right, this is all her. So at Gingerfly for 10k race sandwich on a 20 mile training run. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Very well done, Gingerflyer, Simon. Brilliant. At Smithy Smiles for signing up to Manchester. You've got this. Yeah, Baby Shark, Hannah, uh, absolutely massive. Um, and two more down at the bottom, Lou. And then Joe Hammond, five, for her consistency and awesome progress with her running. Well yep. done, Joe. Yep, and Joe. then Wayne, six, nine, seven, eight, running for being awesome. How uh, lovely is that? It is lovely. And he is awesome, is Wayne. And all those people are awesome. And you're awesome too, Cathy. Um, looking forward to seeing you soon. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing efforts all around by everybody. Um, I've got another one on this page, Lou. Uh, running Birdie 2022, finishing early Saturday morning half uh, for the first week of taper. Legs are feeling OK. <coughs> oh, the remnants of COVID just got me. I thought I was getting through this entire episode um, without having uh, to cough my guts up. So, I do apologise, I didn't find mute in time. A little bit disgusting. Uh, but back on topic, a big well done to you, Amy, um, uh, for smashing out the half marathon. Um, uh, uh, and she's another weirdness. Weirdness. Who listens to the podcast recently. Uh, we love uh, a hometown hero from weirdness. So a very big well done to you. Looking forward to hopefully seeing you at Parkrun soon. Nice. All the love again from Al Run one Shout out to Paul G on his 10k PB. Yeah, another shout out. Paul Griffiths is getting loads of love. And then notably, uh, Paul and Joanna both get another shout out for the Wakefield Hospice 10K by uh, the 50 minute pacer at that race, our very own Sheffield Strider, Mr. Ben Stittle. So a huge well done to all of you guys. Um, And then Dirt Monkey 73. We've got a well done to Karen, Hayley and Hayley's mum for their tremendous efforts at, I can't say where that is. The Pierpont Plod. Pierpont Plod. Wow, where I'll is that place? That. And a big thanks to um, David at Dimble Runs for volunteering and keeping spirits up. Oh, yeah, lovely. these the, yeah these are the guys that were all at um, Rasselbox second event. Um, amazing uh, job, Eric and the team are doing there. It seems like it was a lovely, lovely day down at that place that neither me or Luke can pronounce. Um, but absolutely incredible. Um, go and check out uh, Rasselbock. Uh, they've got loads of events coming up. They've got a 10% off flash sale going on for 48 hours. I think that might still just about be going on, uh, maybe. But if you are, if it's not, and you do want a discount for Rasselbock, sign up to our newsletter, Pete, because Fartlek family members get an exclusive discount to Rasselbock Races as they're one of our partner companies, and you will get that by signing up to our newsletter. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Um, and then Paul Griffiths, apparently, uh, say his name three times. He's like Beetlejuice. He just turns <laughs> up. Um, he's uh, in turn shouting out Joanna Gibson herself for uh, leaving it all on the course at Wakey 10K and smashing a PB. Well done to you. Um, and of course, then I'll, I'll finish it off. Louis also shouting out himself <laughs> for his PB and well deservedly so. So well done to all of you. That, Lou, was our roll call for this week. They were our amazing Fartlet family members and they all absolutely smashed it. Smashed it. Well done, guys. And their emoji game is really strong, but I couldn't comment on it all. Yeah, I was going to say it's hard to sometimes then have to try and read out all the emojis and figure out what they are. And also whether they're inadvertent sexual innuendos that you probably don't want to talk about. Oh, Why yeah. is there an aubergine? 
<laughs> uh, I just thought, have we not mentioned that Jordan moat at all this episode? Oh, no, Jordan's not got a shout out. What's Jordan <gasps> done this week? Quickly, 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 no. quickly. We, we, we cannot Taking have an episode photo. about shouting out Jordan. Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, he went healthy. on a... <coughs> oh, quickly. I can't Quick. have a week without shouting out Moti. One of my favourite um, people in the world. Oh, that's what Jordan did. Uh, did he go... I think he went on his first run ever with his new girlfriend. So big shout out to you, Jordan. And uh, Fitrition with Rachel, uh, also on Instagram. Uh, lovely new couple. Uh, they look super happy. And it's lovely to see Jordan with a smile on his face. He's a good egg. And I love him lots. And you got your weekly shout out, Jordan. And you can thank Lou for remembering because me and Ben both forgot. <laughs> Oh, now I'm just looking at those Instagram. They look lovely. Well done. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you. So we're going to get out of here in a minute. Um, uh, let's hit. Who have we got to thank before we get out of here, Lou? Oh, my gosh, everyone. So thank you, Matthew, for letting me step in. Thank you, Ben and Emma, for the park run. Mm, yeah, details. You're begrudging thanking them, aren't you? <laughs> no, it was so nice to be front row seats and hear them, but I was upset with the purple sign dramaless. Um, Graham Lindley for the theme tune. Mm-hmm. Super awesome theme music. I'm getting dry. Thank you, you, for as in dry as in <laughs> ideas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> I am getting dry. Thank you, you. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I've been thanked for better things in my life. Um, should we move swiftly on? Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know who else to thank. So we, need, thank we, need, we need to thank Dan Cogswell, of course. Yes. Oh, my show. God. Yeah, thank you. That was brilliant. You've forgotten to thank Statman John. Statman John and Jack. Thank you, mm. you guys. Mm. So thank you, Fartlook. Fartlook family. <laughs> it's all it's it's all going downhill now. I've had we, too much diet coke. Yeah, 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 yeah. On it. Um, yeah, I think that's everyone. Uh, do you want to know who's on the show next week? Let me take over. Yes, please. To both. So big, big episode as we draw to the end of the series. We've only got two episodes left, guys, uh, before series six draws to a close. But we are finishing strong. We are. Uh, and, and Lou, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever contemplated barefoot running? Never. I couldn't. No. No, couldn't even no. imagine doing it, really. I don't no, think. not at all. Um, but we're going to sell you next week on the joys, the benefits, the uh, all the positives of barefoot running. We have got the Happy Runner Northwest NW. I think it stands for Northwest. It says NW. Uh, anyway, more importantly, it's Vic Owens. So Vic Owens, the Happy Runner. Uh, she is the founder of We Run Bright. She is a barefoot runner. Uh, she's a really nice lady. Uh, she's in the middle of a massive, massive challenge at the moment. We're going to find all about that, all about her running journey, and also um, why she runs with no shoes on a lot of the time. Um, and uh, it's actually quite persuasive. Um, well, I thought it was quite persuasive, but then I walked out of the office into the garden in my socks and stood on a rock and just thought, hmm. <laughs> Maybe Ow. not. I think SMJ where, where doesn't shoes? he do um, barefoot most of the time, probably. Yeah, yeah, I think maybe we should, maybe SMJ should be involved in the show next week to uh, to tell us about his take on barefoot running. I think it might be a bit different to Vic Owens. Um, yeah. Maybe yeah, let's not. stick with her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so Vic is on next week. Um, there's not much left for us to say apart from, Lou, if people want to find us, if people want to find out more about what the Fartlek, if people want to be a part of the Fartlek family, part of our running community, where can people find us? 
Oh my god, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're everywhere. We've got a website, um, and that's everywhere, isn't it? I think. Don't forget TikTok. Oh my gosh, of course, TikTok. We post at least once every three months on TikTok and get upwards of 40 views. Viral, I think that is. Viral. Yeah. I'm too old. We're too old for TikTok. I don't don't understand it. (laughs) Um, But we're trying. We're trying. But most importantly, guys, what we're asking is is, is come and be a part of our Fartlight family. We've got loads of stuff going on. We know we're not for everybody. We know we rub some people the wrong way. But we are genuinely just trying to build a community of like-minded runners, uh, friends, pals who just want to make uh, some connections to be less lonely at a very lonely time. It's a difficult, turbulent time in the world. And we just want to bring a bit of happiness and a few smiles to people's faces. Um, The podcast comes out every single week. But the Fartlight family is so much more than that. It's so much more important than that. It's about getting people together, running talking and just having a good time we've got loads of community events coming up super excited we've got manchester marathon we're going to be having a party there in a couple of weeks time um, we've just organized our what the fart like summer weekender in july which can be amazing charity football game supporting run for your mind charity um we're going to be having a party. It's we're going to be having a run in the Peak District. It's going to be amazing. It's in Sheffield. It's on the 30th of July. It's also just how happens to be my 35th birthday. 35th, 36th. How old am I? 36. I think I'm 36. Go with 35. I don't know. I honestly don't know. Anyway, it's my birthday, so you can come and see me. (laughs) We've got Alton Towers. We always do the Alton Towers weekender. It's great fun. We just do loads of stuff. We've got the community challenges that Ben and Emma were talking about before. We just want people to get involved, to be a part of it, and to have a good time. It's free. It's fun. It's it's just it's just a laugh. And also, we've got a WhatsApp group where people tell you what they've done on Word every day, which is a joy. Um, so just hit us up. Send us a message. Let us know. Um, if you do feel like it's something that you might fancy getting involved in, and um, and we'll give you some more info. Um, uh, Louise, thank yeah. you to you. You've been a very, very able co-host. Thank you. Until this um, last bit. Yeah, absolutely. Always a joy to have you on. Um, a, a breath of fresh air. Um, I, I do miss Matt, but um, you are definitely the next best thing. Um, where can people find you if they want to give you a follow on the old Instagram? Uh, I am at sweat underscore much. There we go. And uh, and you can find me, of course, at Little Runner Boy Rob. If you feel that way inclined, give us a follow. Come and say hi. We do not bite, um, at least not very hard. So uh, nothing left for me to say, Lou, except for to wish everybody a very, very pleasant week. A lot of people in marathon tapering season. So relax. Try and avoid the maranoia wherever possible. I'm sure Statman John has given some great um, uh, hints and tips on that one. I've not listened to that segment yet, but I know it was hot on the agenda. Um, Just relax. You've done the hard work. The victory lap is coming. Eat all the food. Enjoy yourself. And let's all take Lou's advice on board. That um, Let's enjoy it. That's why we run. Um, May your runs, as always, continue to be wonderful. Don't forget to be excellent to each other. If you cannot do something as simple as being kind, then just fuck off because you're not worth anybody's time. We love you lots. We'll see you soon. Lou? You know what you've got to do to play Bye. it out. Oh. <laughs> <Ca-ca>! <laughs> yes. <laughs> See you soon. Peace. <laughs>